Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Conversations Around Good. We made possible by, we say that we love to make good loud. And so I'm really excited to introduce you all to Miss Maggie Clark of Trilogy. I never say your name right. Trilogy. Purchasing Alliance. There you go. It's, it's, it's a long. fancy name. Trilogy <laughs> Purchasing Alliance. And I want to talk more about um, your, how you came up with that name Dan, in a few minutes. But thank you, Maggie. Thank you for the time today. I appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Sure thing. So give us a 90 second snapshot of you. So I am a mom of one boy and I've got two stepkids, a daughter and a son. And um, I am an insurance broker. I'm a wife. Uh, I love living out in the country and I've got Australian shepherds and chickens. Um, so I am a card maker and uh, just a try to be an all around fun type of person to keep up with my awesome husband, Billy Clark. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to keep up with your husband. I can totally <laughs> that. But you do, you do a great job. You do a great job. Thanks. And I love following your chicken escapades. Thank you. Yes, we, uh, we have COVID chickens. So yeah. uh, during COVID, we decided to start raising some chickens. So okay. they've been a lot of fun. Okay. And they make appearances on Instagram. And they do. Book. Yeah. Yeah. At least they don't have their own page though. So that's, okay. I feel a lot of pressure when it comes to starting new Facebook pages. So I've got trilogies page and my page. Yeah. That's all I can do. Yeah. I had a friend um, in college who her cat had her own yes. um, Instagram. <laughs> it's like, that's it's a lot, <laughs> I know. a lot of pressure. I know I can't do that. Okay. So talk to me, Maggie, when you hear the term corporate social responsibility, what does that mean to you? I know that's a big long term. It's just a fancy sure. way of saying something that's pretty simple, but what does that mean to you? You know, um, I feel like the word corporate really changes the scope of social responsibility when you add it to that term. So there's social responsibility that I feel like we all have as human beings, but corporate social responsibility, I feel like raises those in the community that are business owners um, to a level of getting more involved. And I feel like because as business owners, we have a, a broader reach to the community, we interact with people on a regular basis. Um, there might be more finances available to use in the community. I feel like it really is our responsibility to infuse our communities with those resources. And I will say that is the number one reason that I moved my business to Guthrie. Um, we were in Edmond for years and um, there's just, I didn't feel any life springing forth from that. And um, so being corporately socially responsible in Guthrie is what we really wanted to do and, and just use our time and our energy and our talents and our resources to infuse life and to give um, just to give into what's already happening there and and maybe bring some some new ideas so I just feel like it's our responsibility as business owners to to infuse the community wow that's the best definition I've heard I love Thank that you. seriously I mean that's I, wow you're so smart thank you I appreciate that I love that okay so tell us um how and why you started Trilogy I I, I alluded to your name um sure before um but give us your back backstory 
Um, so Trilogy is actually a company that was started by a friend of ours. Um, he left the corporate world to start a oil and gas buying company, which is why it's called Purchasing Alliance. Um, but to keep the doors open for the first little while, he had some insurance clients because he had his license. Um, he decided to go back into the corporate world. And at that time, uh, my partner and I, who were working for a huge brokerage firm, one of the largest in the in the world, um, we were thinking of striking out on our own uh, because our values were just not aligning with the larger company. So we met up with this uh, friend of ours and he was ready to go back into the corporate world. Uh, so we took over Trilogy. Um, you know, I feel like it's worth mentioning the more seasoned I become in my professional life, titles and names don't mean what they used to. So Trilogy Purchasing Alliance, eh, you know, it made sense for him. We took over the business. Um, but also when it comes to titles and things like that, you know, in our business, we just don't, we don't do that. So we're, we all have business cards that say our name and our email. Um, but anyway, so we took it over and, um, our goal was to be service oriented uh, to the client. Um, the larger company that we worked for was very sales oriented. Uh, and of course, we all have to have sales to keep the doors open. But um, we felt it was more important to try to keep a client than get a new one. So um, that's really why we struck out on our own. And uh, just really focusing in on service and education, compliance, um, and helping clients that really need us instead of just picking up anybody who, you know, who might want benefits. So we, we try to be a real good fit for them. Mm -hmm. So um, tell us about the name Trilogy. Sure. So um, the friend of ours that started it kind of had a lot of prayer time, you know, thinking about Trilogy and thinking about what that meant. Um, we had to do the same thing when we took over and just trying to figure out what that comes from. So when we took over the company, we branded it uh, with a Bible verse, Ecclesiastes 4.12. And that verse states that uh, though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves, but a strand of three cords is not easily broken. So the trilogy really does have several meanings. Um, the obvious in our faith is the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So um, no, no journey, no venture that we go on business-wise or personal uh, is without one of those three entities being a part of it. But the other part of it in our business world is um, the carrier, the client, and us. So as the broker, uh, we are really the ones kind of in the middle bringing together a carrier who has the right product, the right pricing, the right things that our clients need with the clients themselves. Um, and that also makes up a trilogy um, of its own. Nice. I, I think that speaks to what you said before is you wanna be about your clients. You wanna be about your people and helping, you know, and that just shows commitment, you know, cause yes. not everybody has a relationship with their insurance, per, you know, I mean, you just right. like, it's just whatever, but I've seen that you really care about your people. So great job. Thank you. Your, you. your name fits, totally fits. Um, so what would you tell your then, what would your today self tell your then self when you first started? We love startups. We believe in startups. It's an exciting process, but it is so hard. It's really hard. Yeah. So what would you tell your then self today? So I would tell my then self to focus on organization, 
um, a dear friend of mine who is in the consulting business um, in an HR capacity has always taught me to begin with the end in mind. Mm. So if we begin this journey with what it might look like in two, five, 10 years, or, or quite frankly, in the business world to the point of wanting to sell it or retire, mm-hmm. um, to think about the things that you can do now um, from an organizational standpoint. So for, uh, for me, I would tell my then self uh, to go ahead and purchase that agency organizational software <laughs> yeah. on day one instead of purchasing it in year six um, and trying to go back and infuse all that information into the system. Mm-hmm. Um, I would tell my then self to, to be a little choosy in the relationships that we encounter and to just really think through decisions instead of jumping quickly. Um, so just to kind of get quiet with yourself and uh, think about relationships and think about people that you encounter and how you want to move forward with those. Um, and the other thing I would say is something that I wouldn't tell my then self because it is something that I did, but I would want to share with people who are doing startups. Um, we chose to run trilogy on a very low overhead for the first five years with no employees. Um, Well, I had one employee. My uh, sister does some commission accounting and some bookkeeping and a lot of other services. But from a full-time employee, like in the office standpoint, um, I would say that if you will run your business as long as you possibly can doing the work yourself, it will serve you immensely. I have witnessed time and time again, uh, startup businesses, um, hiring people right out of the gate. Like, Hey, I need someone to answer the phone. Hey, I need someone to do this. Hey, but if you are the person doing that from the beginning, you are not only saving money, um, but you are learning your business while you're in it so that you can teach someone later. Um, and the, the other thing that we did is is we made sure that we had at least six months of income in the bank before we hired that person. Um, The biggest bite was payroll taxes, to be honest with you. Um, That really comes around in a big way when you hire someone. So we feel like we made the right decision in waiting and we definitely made the right decision in in choosing the right person to fit our business. So um, run it as long as you can and do the work yourself as much as you can um, and save as much money as you can. That's really wise to run lean, you know, and, and it yes. also speaks to uh, your, your name with the trilogy with, with customer service, with just being available to your clients. If you're the person that's answering the phone, yes. you know, I mean, that, that's a huge thing, especially at the beginning, you know, they yes. need to know that you're, you're the person available exactly, yeah. that you're, mm-hmm. yeah. My good friend also gave me a bit of advice right after we started Trilogy, we were going to take a little weekend vacation or a week vacation. Um, and, and I was still going to be monitoring email, but I asked her, I said, do you think I should put an out of office on my email? And she said, Maggie, if you don't, if you don't answer their email or their phone call, they're going to find somebody else who will. Mm-hmm. And to this day in six years, I have put an out of office on my email only twice. And it was because I was out of the country. (laughs) And I thought, you know, hey, if you email me at two o'clock in the United States, it's going to be 10 o'clock there. So it was just a heads up. Um, 
but I would, I would also tell people to be really careful about out of office messages on their email because it just puts people in a position of not feeling like they're connected to you. Mm. Um, and, and even if, you know, even if you do put one out there, um, make sure there's another person to back you up that they can contact if they need something, which is obvious, but anyway, just another side note. No, that's good. Customer service. I'm telling you, yep. it, it matters. It matters. So how would you define community, Maggie? What does that look like to you? Uh, obviously we have communities that we live in. So geographical communities are, are there, but I think I also think in terms of community, just the people that you touch. Um, I feel like I have a community with my clients. Um, a lot of my clients know each other, uh, you know, bridging those gaps and letting people, uh, be a part of a community that, that isn't in their geographical area. Um, but the concept is just your circle. It's your people that, that you interact with on a daily basis. Um, and it's the people that I think for me that I feel responsible to, um, not in a negative way, but you know, if I'm out there in social media or if I'm in the, in the community, as we say, or if I'm in town, you know, the people that I interact with every day and that I talk to and that I try to serve. Um, that's my community and the people that I, that I try to care about and, and uh, invest in. Okay. I like that. It's the, the day to day, but I also like how you said that your clients know each other, but they may not live geographically close to each yes. other. But right. I think COVID has opened our world as far as zoom meetings or the normal, right? Yes, the way it is. And so you can do sales calls on Zoom now for anybody and that's completely acceptable. So I think Absolutely. social media did that a lot too, you know, mm -hmm. especially with um, younger people, you know, they can say they have so many friends and they may have never even met those people, you know, exactly. and, and there's an argument there as to whether that's really your community. But if you're talking to that person, you know, there you go. It could just be a little bit different. Did we pause, Maggie? Oh, there you go. You're oh, back. there you are. Sorry. There you That's okay. We paused. Um, so tell me, what are the ways that your business invests in your community? Because I know Trilogy um, does a great job with that. You guys haven't been um, in Guthrie very long, but it, you were doing it way before. So. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, my initial link to Guthrie was my husband working at Eskridge Chevrolet. Um, so I kind of got to go on his coattails for a long time. Um, but I think the way we invest is kind of on a case by case basis. Um, there are certainly causes that we feel confident um, about serving. Um, our first responders and our police are always kind of on our radar. Um, so thinking about them in ways that we can help. Um, you know, getting involved where there's a need. Uh, sometimes there are opportunities to give that seem more like a want and not a need. And so we try to base our giving and our time and resources on things that are needs. Um, so we've got some opportunities um, to uh, participate through other avenues. Um, I think it's good to use um, companies and entities that have already vetted out good opportunities. So we attend North Church, uh, but we also feel like North Church does a great job of vetting out needs. So if North Church brings a need, uh, we feel like that's a good place for us to start. So I think it's important for business owners to really think about 
uh, how they're going to determine what a good opportunity to, to invest in the community is, um, and certainly using entities that are already vetting those out is a good way to start. So, yeah, that's definitely um, healthy to do that. Uh, I'm looking at your community impact page on your Made Possible By. Yes. And um, you have your values listed as things that you normally give to are feeding the hungry, helping the homeless, youth sports, entrepreneurships, and opportunities, which that's cool. I like yes. that. So you would yes. look to invest in people who are starting something new. Yes. Um, and then you did some, I see a project that you've done is the face masks donation. That was cool. Talk to me about that. Yeah. So um, a lot of our clients are in healthcare and there were some things that definitely went in short supply and definitely had to be done immediately. So uh, from a, on a personal level, we found a lady in Guthrie that was making uh, face masks and I contacted my healthcare clients and just said, you know, does anybody need masks? What's the situation? And they all said, yes, as many as you can, as quick as you can. So we went back through the local person that was hand making the masks and we ordered quite a few and we just shipped those out within a week. Um, you know, we didn't get 2000 masks out, um, but we definitely felt like we answered the call for some of our clients who were on the front lines. Um, so we were able to mail out, I think 40 or 50 masks that are handmade and reusable. That's the big thing. Um, and uh, we got those in their hands and they were able to, to pass those out and use them for people who were doing COVID testing and things like that. So that's definitely, you know, meeting the need of someone else is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so we felt really good about that project. Well, and that was a serious need, you know, like you yes. said, you were talking about wants or needs that was a legitimate need and it doesn't have to be big numbers. I know that very often we think. I'm going to do this thing and it's pretty small, but mm -hmm. it's not small to that one person that has right. a mask. And you bought those sweet masks too. Those are the masks that had the, they were cloth, but they have the filter that you could take yes. in and out inside. Those were really yeah. nice masks. I mean, yeah. sad to say masks are going to be a part of our lives now. Right. I mean, That's right. it's probably going to just be something that we have. I don't know. Who knows yeah. how long this will go. I mean, my little two-year-old, will wear his mask through the store. He'll ask to wear his mask. You yes. know, it's just kind of a normal thing now. Yep. So. Well, and I, you know, that started out as, you know, what I thought I was doing was making a connection. I thought I was making a connection. And I asked, you know, the healthcare clients, would, would anybody want to purchase masks? And, you know, they're $5 each, blah, blah, blah. So we got this order, we had it done. And when I was paying for the masks and getting ready to invoice my client, that is where the urging from the Holy Spirit came and said, you know what? Trilogy is doing awesome. And we haven't had any losses due to COVID, thank God. And if I could just take this one thing off of their bottom line, yeah. then let's do it. And so, it, you know, you start out thinking you're making a connection for someone and helping them meet a need, but then it becomes an opportunity to give as well. Yeah. So uh, I love that. I love that. Thank That's you. Just Meeting need. That's awesome. So why do you think it's important for businesses to be involved, for businesses to not just connect with their communities um, financially necessarily, but maybe through volunteer hours or whatever? Why do you think that's important? Uh, I think when you're in a community, especially like Guthrie, you know, we're a smaller town. Uh, 
protection that that comes into play when you think about your your community and I think when you open a business in a town like Guthrie you we are going as business owners we are going to rely on the people that live there to to feed our businesses whether we're retail or service oriented mm -hmm. so if I am going to rely on a group of people to feed my business and to come to me to help me keep my doors open then what am I giving them in return? Yes, they're going to purchase a service or a product, but I feel like it is almost from a, per, a protection standpoint to say, you know what, you're giving to us and, and we appreciate that, but we're going to come in and offer protections and um, opportunities to keep things going in the community that are important to you. So, you know, there might be... Um, a parade or you know just something that's happening in town that means something to the community and if if our clients can see that trilogy is a part of that uh, then I think that they feel good about what they've done with us and we can also feel good about it so I think it's just a responsibility yeah. um, to keep the relationship open and and going both ways mm -hmm. well we were reading recently a, a clutch research article that said that 68 percent of people think that giving back to the local community is the most important attribute of a business. And yes. that statistic really blew my mind. I mean, that's a big number, you know, 68, that's not small as the most yeah. important attribute. That's a big deal. And people look for those businesses that are yes. giving back to the community. I mean that yeah. it makes a difference. It really does. I think so too. And I also think that, um, you know, if, if you're focused, if you're looking outward instead of looking in the mirror or looking inward, you know, if you stay on the path of serving other people, your cup get, gets filled up naturally. You know, your God has brought every client to Trilogy that I have. Um, I have not spent $1 on marketing campaigns or direct mailers or any of that kind of stuff. Wow, that's and a thing. It's huge, but all the glory goes to God because, you know, when you feel like he gives you the um, idea and the heart for something, as long as we're following his path and following what he wants us to do in our community, you know, the church, quote unquote, yeah, it has a responsibility, then Trilogy is the side item. You know, Trilogy, oh, we've got that handled. You use your resources to, to do what's good in the community. And I truly believe that. So keeping an outward focus instead of a, yeah. what can this do for me focus is yeah. huge. It's also holding things with an open hand, right? Yes. Just letting it go. So yeah. do you think it's okay for businesses to talk about what they're doing in the community? Man, I think it's okay. And I think it's important, but I'm also going to say it's really hard. Yeah. Um, just to be the person, like when you asked me about the masks, it's like, you know, do I say that we paid for them or did yeah. we just connect people, yeah. you know? <laughs> Totally I okay. think it, I think it's huge because if we don't talk about it, nobody's going to know about it. And if nobody knows about it, then they can't feel good about it. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, like made possible by, I mean, that's huge. And I, I'm anxious to get more and more traction with that so that people can see what we're doing. Um, but yes, it's absolutely important. I think it's okay and I think people just need to practice telling those stories in a really humble manner. You know, you can tell a story about providing masks with, a, with an air about you that it really wasn't you, that it was an opportunity that you took to serve someone else. 
-hmm. or I could tell that story and, you know, totally fluff up myself and fluff up the business and fluff up the fact that we did something good. So Mm -hmm. it's all about your focus. But I think if you practice with a really humble attitude, that it's really important to share those things. Well, and we made possible by love to share your stories for you. You know, because yes. we say Thank you for that. <laughs> absolutely. We love to do that because one, it, it shows your commitment to the community, you know, which is huge, mm-hmm. which community it's circular, right? I mean, you talked about yes. that. We just love one another and we just keep it going, but it also inspires other people to do good. You know, yes. I mean, when you see somebody's doing good and you want to do something good too, not in a competitive way, but to go, okay, th- that was a $5 thing. You know, mm-hmm. I could do that. And it's not yes. a small, I mean, you did more than $5, but you know, oh, yeah. you started yeah. with something small and Absolutely. that's inspiring. I think that's important. Thank you. So Maggie, you're serving, serving as the, it's called president, right? Of Rotary? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Maggie is the um, local Rotary chapter president, which speaks to your, um, uh, how do I say this? Speaks to your um, fun side and your <laughs> patience. Because, no, I'm totally joking. They're such a fun group. They're such a fun yes. group. There is a one little group of troublemakers. Yes, the Naughty Table. Say that jokingly because we love Uh them. Because your husband's Uh one of them. Yes, he is the leader of the Naughty Table. He is Mm -hmm. the leader of the Naughty Table. Um, But Rotary's done a great job um, in meeting needs, especially during COVID. I mean, they meet needs all the time. Sure. Uh, But um, talk to me about what you guys did during COVID. Sure. Um, so the legacy that our Rotary Club has is awesome. We just turned, I think, 101, uh, which is really exciting. So, um, I'm going to be passing off the presidency to Crystal Flurry here, uh, just momentarily, but, um, during COVID especially, we had some opportunities to meet some needs through grants. Um, so we did a grant um, that was district-wide that, that Guthrie just happened to be a part of because of our location. Again, you know, geographical community really came into play. Some people had seen that Prairie Wolf was making hand sanitizer on the news. And, and Prairie uh, Wolf is a local distillery. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they make alcohol, of course. Um, but they were able to switch gears like so many of them have uh, in the state and around the world, obviously, to to create sanitizer uh, or to make it. So the day after the news story aired about Prairie Wolf, I had an email from our district governor that said, hey, do you have any contacts at Prairie Wolf? And of course, um, I think I even reached out to you and said, hey, who do we know? What can we do? So it led to a purchase of 275 gallons, um, $13,000 worth of hand sanitizer uh, we were able to partner with Brahms into um, getting donated half-gallon containers. Um, so all of our sanitizer came in a Brahms milk jug, which I thought was cool. And it had the little it. pink cap. I yeah, and it said <laughs> RGBH free or whatever it says on their milk cap. Um, but anyway, so we were able to do that. Um, local clubs got together. We have a member who has a warehouse. So he donated warehouse staff and space. Brahms donated containers, um, and then we all uh, went out into our specific communities and found opportunities to give that sanitizer away, Um, so that was huge. The other thing we're doing is a disaster relief grant, and we just got approval. Uh, There was $25,000 given to our district to use for disaster relief in COVID uh, times. 
So we are getting ready to be able to support God's food bank and the Meals on Wheels program at Logan County uh, Council on Aging. We're going to partner with both of them for almost a $4,000 commitment um, between the two. Uh, and and the focus of this one is to get food into the hands of people who need it right now. So um, those are two opportunities that we have. That's awesome. I, I love that because during COVID, that was a huge issue. I know the food bank, did they say they doubled the amount of people that were coming? I mean, it was... They did. Yeah. They absolutely did. Yeah, that was a big deal. And they weren't getting as much food. So it was, you know, exactly. double whammy. Um, yeah. And I love the hand sanitizer because you were giving it to the first responders, right? I mean, mm-hmm. where it started and then yes. other people as they needed, but Prairie Wolf also, they, they switched gears to do that. Um, they, Prairie Wolf, uh, the owners have restaurants in Oklahoma city. And so they mm-hmm. had all these employees that couldn't work. And so they were able to keep the, their employees working by coming up to Guthrie to the distillery to yes. make the hand sanitizer. So it was just all sorts of good little pieces of that puzzle clicking together to, it helped a lot of people. Yeah, it did. It was awesome. I loved it. It was a lot of fun. I just think that's so cool. That's awesome. Um, Thank you for serving at Rotary, Maggie, Maggie, for a year. That's a big deal. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. So Maggie, give me your 30 second shout out. You have a shout out for somebody or an encouraging statement or however you want to send out into the universe today? Well, the first shout out I always have to give is to God for just infusing my business and the creativity and the the excitement to get up every morning and do this. Um, Number two has to be to my husband, Billy. He has been the biggest supporter ever. And uh, he is a maniac, but boy, (laughs) he is my rock. Um, And everybody sees that fun side of Billy, but there is a true upstanding man of God by my side. And he, he is everything. Um, and the last thing I would say kind of in a call to action is I know right now, not everybody has a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And so I think when people think about giving and contributing to the community, they always think about money. Like who can I write a check to? It's not about money. It can be just as much about time and, uh, friendship and things like that. So I would just say if you have looked back over the last 90 days and feel like you have something to give, whether it's time or money or anything like that, just find a way to give. Um, It doesn't matter if it takes 15 minutes or 15 hours or $1,500, just find that way um, and, and, and find somebody in your community that you can help. And, And sometimes it's just having a cup of coffee with somebody who lost their job or who is running a business and can't figure out how to do this one thing. Um, but just share time and share your ideas and uh, try to find somebody that you can connect with. Um, it, it, but it doesn't have to be about money. Just no. give your time and your ideas and your love. I love that. I love that call to action because it's, you're right. We do get stuck on the money thing. Um, yeah. It can be your volunteer hours. Maybe you have a great space you know, yes. that's not using a lot right now. I mean, that's a huge thing for people to get to use yeah. that, you know, but we yes. do, we do disregard that one cup of coffee. You know, I love that yep. for somebody who lost their job or, um, or maybe there's a, a new mom who's been stuck at home yes. because of COVID. Maybe she needs to get out or maybe yes. you could go clean her house or make her dinner, you know? I mean, yeah. So or just sit on the front porch. Yes. 
Seriously, yeah. put your mask on yes. and go sit on the front porch and just let that person vent. So that's right. That's great. Yeah. Thank you, Maggie, for your time. We really, really appreciate you. So thank you. This was so fun. I appreciate the opportunity. Keep doing it and go love on those chickens for me. I will do it. All right. Thanks. Thank you for listening in on another conversation around good. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button so we can continue to provide you conversations that are inspirational. The businesses we serve love to give back to their communities with their time, product, and cash. And this is so rewarding for them, but it's not easy. Go to madepossibleby.us to see how we do it.